from Boston, Massachusetts to Adelaide, Australia and everywhere in between. Talking local and national sports and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Gentlemen. Hello. Good evening. I like to hello. Hey, welcome to episode number 52. So, it's uh, Andrew, it's been one year since this uh, podcast has launched. Tom, oh, hell yeah. Congrats. Congrat- congratulations on the one year. Uh, obviously, it's not yes. direct anniversary because I think that was on the 23rd is when we did that one. But, yeah, um, you know, it's come a long way from uh, just uh, two guys sitting in front of a microphone <laughs> uploading it uh to anchor to uh now doing a live feed and uh with our with our porn music (laughs) we get we get we get personalities here and there and stuff like that so uh uh we already got a comment uh the ohio state guy air boy (laughs) (laughs) so here to stay yeah so so yeah so i it's been uh, it's been pretty slow the last couple of weeks when it comes to sports because uh, you know the NHL is uh, NHL's taken a pause uh, because of the spike in the COVID cases. Uh, the NFL has been still going strong, however, they've had to make a lot of uh, changes to scheduling, and um, which I'm kind of pissed off about because if I if you guys remember when the season like before the season started that if any team was in uh, violation of um, of the thing, you know, and they were were, uh, were unable to play. They feel were just the going to they either feel the team or you forfeit that game and forfeit, it's a loss. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they, no, they made they they made a lot of exceptions back and forth about that. So, um, did you ever think you'd see games on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what Thursday, Saturday, Sunday? No, nope. last last year when what was it the Ravens and uh, Steelers they played like on a uh, what was it a Wednesday at like three four o'clock in the afternoon it just yeah yeah they played a real like it, it was like a four o'clock game it, it, they, and they moved it up because it was supposed to be like a seven they moved it up to a four and then they had another game right after that so yeah so between that I mean COVID's really is really taking us down right now in the, in the sporting world. So uh, we've lost we've lost a number of uh, bowl games to uh, to COVID. Uh, we've had some replacement teams come in. Kudos to Rutgers for stepping up. They wanted that paycheck. You know, it's oh, I, they're yeah. gonna, I mean they're going to get rolled. I mean, let's call it what it is. But you know what? They, yeah. they when they needed but, somebody to come in and play, but that'll know, be good for Rutgers. As it's all about the money. It's all about the money. And they'll get some Wake Forest put. Wake Forest puts up like 70 points a game, but they don't play defense though. No. So yeah. if Rutgers I mean, can if, hang Rutgers offensively. Rutgers could use it. They could use it to their advantage. They'll get some yeah. visibility and if any program and, could. Yeah. You know, one of the in one of the uh you know pre-show conversations that we have is we're talking about all of these uh players that are opting out of these bowl games. And uh I, I think we kind of got like a I think between the three of us, uh, we kind of got like a mixed, uh, a mixed view on it. Uh, I think we're all in favor of it's kind of bullshit that, yeah, uh, the, the players are coming out, you know, and just not playing. But then we also do realize we see uh, from the other side is it's a business. Millions of dollars. Col- 
college sports is a business now. It's no longer I'm going to go to college and then I'm going to make my way to the NFL. It's I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get my scholarship. I'm going to get paid and I'm going to get paid if I do well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's I think that's kind of that. I think the name, image and likeness, this is the first full year of that. Yeah. And I think and I think what's going to happen is we're going to see um, uh, the demise of uh, of college, college athletic, at, you know, athletics. Well, well I for, mean, for for me, my my thing, if you're playing in a you know downtown Detroit at the Hot and Ready Bowl, and you're you know a mid mid to late first round prospect, and then play, go ahead and sit out. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but but if you're the in the Rose, Rose Bowl, Bowl, but it's the Rose Bowl. I mean, yeah, the Rose Bowl doesn't like you said earlier, Andrew. Uh, it, it you know, it doesn't have luster. yeah, it doesn't have the luster it used to. But it's, it's not still what it the Rose Bowl, and and. You know, millions and millions of people will be watching, and uh, yeah. you're playing. You're playing a team that you know what they they fraud stomped Oregon back to back, and uh, absolutely. You, that would be a good measuring stick for them to see. You know, has Ohio State fallen? But well, just, it's going to be. A good, I don't agree with it. It's no. going to be a good measuring stick for Ohio State to see who they have in their underclassmen. Yeah, coming, coming up, up, you know the uh, the next man up mentality. Yeah. Well, it's gonna. It's on the thing about it. Like, where's Ohio State? Like, where, like, where's your head gonna be? Because you got stopped by Michigan. You've been off mm-hmm. for about what seems like forever. And yeah. Now you got to go play a game. So, like, where's your head gonna be? Like, I mean, yeah. is Ohio State even gonna be mo- like? Are they? You know, like. How do you get them ready to play? Yeah, because there's two things that, I mean, obviously beat Michigan and play for a national title. He didn't do either this year. So, I mean, I don't I don't know what Ohio State team is going to show up. I mean, they've proven in previous years that the next man up mentality has worked pretty well for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you got to believe. Michigan fans have seen it firsthand. Yeah, you've got to believe that they will be able to field a, a competitive team. It may be better with with some of these uh, newer guys. These kids gone, yeah, on the field. But if you think about it, you know, you got Alave and and Wilson that aren't playing. That's two thirds of your hurts. of your receiver core that is. That's a lot to of me, the best lost. in the country. Yeah. So no, they're think, going to rely think- heavy on their run game, and and you know Stroud's going to really have to uh, find a new way because he won't have Utah to worry about the defense. snow. No, no, they wanted to do that. Yeah, but, I mean, so Andrew, so you're you're the uh, the Ohio State fan. Do you think that Stroud is going to play a complete game, or do you think my, he might he might play the first quarter and then be and be it? I I think it. Oh, he's a Southern California kid getting to play in the Rose Bowl. He's so going to play. He'll so play I, in the whole I, game. I think he'll play. Now, obviously, if he goes out and throws four picks right away, and we're fucking, we're down, like we're down early, then I can see you switching it up. But I mean, I think if 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 we're if he's hitting stride, because I mean, I've seen CJ look really good at times this year, and then he's looked really bad. But it, I mean, if he if he's going out there and he's making smart plays and getting touchdowns, I think he'll play the whole game. I want him to play the whole game. I think for the to. sake. For the sake that he's going to be playing with some kids that he, you know, he hasn't played with all season, so yeah. he's going to want to get some kind of a chemistry going into next season to see who's, you know, what he's working with. And they, so they I think for more. that, yeah, for that aspect, I, I do see him uh, playing the majority of the game. 
unless they're you're they're getting beat or they're doing the beating. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, if, if we're, I don't see us really blowing out Utah, but if we're up big at halftime, maybe pull them out. I could see that. Give some other guys some chances. Um, I would have liked to have seen that Quinn Ewers kid play, but he got his paycheck. And then what is it in. with Texas? What is it with Texas that these kids? Well, he's a know, Texan. They, they they leave. Uh, they go to the portal and end up in Texas. Michigan lost a couple receivers to Texas. I mean, it's to me Texas, Texas is, is just a graveyard anymore. It's not the program it used to be. But it's it's right now, there's a lot of money in boosters that could be influencing. Yeah, you know, that's the, these kids. You know, I, you know, these these Texas kids, these homegrown Texas kids, growing yeah. up, they always want to play for the Longhorns. True, yeah, but Texas is like Texas is. I mean, there's like programs around the country, and like, and, and there's a handful of them. Texas is one. USC is one. Miami is one. I, I'll say Florida, Florida State, Florida, and Miami. Fuck these programs should be the top teams every year. I mean, look mm-hmm. what they can recruit. Look at their backyards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freaking Texas has been, like you said, just just awful. The they they gave them fifty eight to Kansas. <laughs> That'd be like giving up fifty eight to Rutgers. It's yeah. just you don't you just don't do it. You just don't do it. <laughs> no. So like, I mean, he's a good kid. He played like two snaps this year, but he didn't want to sit. So yeah. that the Rose Bowl right right now the. Uh, Ohio State's favored by five. Oh, I haven't even the, looked at the line. The consensus pick, which basically is like the fans pick, uh, they've got Utah by five. The I'm over under is sixty four. They're, not they're probably they're probably trying to balance out the uh, the money. That's what they're. That's, that's exactly yeah. what it is. You know these 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 betting sites. They don't want to lose their uh, lose be their a lot on of- that. I mean, I think there would still be more Utah fans and Ohio State fans, anyways, because Utah to California right is not that well, far. Well, and then yeah. the uh, Utah's quarterback, you know, he's born and raised in Pasadena, so you know he's going to have some extra uh, juice in the tank to to play for that game. Well, not only that though, Ohio State does look like they're traveling very well to Pasadena. The uh, reports say they had out of the twenty thousand ticket allotments, they've sent seven thousand back. Uh, because they just, I'll go. They don't, they don't have any. Hey, so go. right nobody stopping right now. You. Right now on Vivid Seats, you can go to the Rose Bowl for a hundred and four dollars. Did you ever think you'd see a Rose Bowl ticket that cheap ever? No. And I mean, and I'm then, talking about like because the Rose Bowl is kind of like Michigan Stadium. It's it's just one big at just bowl. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I got to believe, like, in the past, even, like, a cheap-ass seat all the way at the top was probably. Yeah, you can go to the you can go to the Orange Bowl right now for just under 200 Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know what? That Orange Bowl, when that Orange, those tickets came out for the Orange Bowl, they were going for, like, six $700. Yeah, I mean, it goes, it, the, the range is 193 all the way up to 15698 <laughs> You guys should yeah, go. I'm straight. I uh, no, I'm out. Bye. You know what I? You know what? In my in my old age of uh, 42, uh, I've become very fond of. Uh, I like the announcers, and I go more for comfort, not for. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, like you know, my- you, you, you like your nameplate right here. 
Yeah. Right where I'm plate, at. You like, I have, you a like your seat. I, have a, I have a dedicated seat. Uh, I don't have to wait in line for the restroom. Exactly. Uh, you know, those, there was, um, those are the. I remember the first ever Ohio State game I went to. Like I went, I went down to get like yep. a beer, beer and That's something, it. beer and something to eat. And I, I missed probably the, I got back, to, I left at halftime from my seat and got back to my seat with maybe about four minutes left to go in the third quarter. Just these yeah. lines these days are outrageous. All right. Well, Hey, we can, uh, if you want, uh, Drew, uh, you can leave out on the 31st at uh, <laughs> 6.30 a.m. nonstop, 270 bucks. It's not bad. I mean, I'm good. I'll watch. I'll, I'll watch it from the comfort of my of my recliner in my living room. What's Tom doing with his light? <laughs> I don't think he knows. Yeah, I don't think he knows either. <laughs> Having light he's issues. All, hey, no, he's he's all fucked up. He's frozen. No, but my my dad's like the biggest Michigan fan I know, and even he yeah. he doesn't like going to the games anymore. It's I ever like, hey, can't see can't see it, Drew. There you go. Oh, hey, you're sitting on bleachers, so it's not comfortable, anyways. Yeah. Waiting in line for all it's just like Lions games. You're waiting in line for a beer, you're waiting in line for the bathroom, and before you know it, half the quarter's gone by and you've missed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing is I you know you know, but you know what though, it's one of those things uh, you know, I uh, our buddy uh uh Hesty, he's been to the Rose Bowl when uh uh Wisconsin went and he said it was probably one of the one of the best trips. Hey, he went with his dad, who was yeah. an alum who's an alum of uh wisconsin uh, wisconsin so you know for them to go he said it was one of those trips that well yeah yeah it, it kind of it kind of stings when you hit the wallet but at the end of the day it's always a memory that you'll have and plus you got to enjoy you know, it's, it as it, it's so. iconic it's an iconic venue like you said and it's like the pageantry with uh with the parade and the history and you know it's the only game on at that point so yeah. i mean it's it's huge so I'm just. Hoping, I mean, I like, still think I still think it's going to be a good game. I'm just because, hoping like how it plays. That's all I'm worried about right now. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think uh, the NCAA is. I know um, with Georgia, Michigan, uh, Georgia claims that they're 97% vaccinated, and Michigan's 100% vaccinated. But they're they're right to the hotel. They're not allowed to do anything. They're basically isolating themselves so they can get to this game. Well, if you want the game to happen. You got to have self-discipline, you know, yeah. you got to mask up when you got to mask up as much as it yeah. sucks. Just mm -hmm. if, if you want to play, especially in the playoff, yep. those are the sacrifices you got to make. And you're going to, you're going to see the height of discipline with being in Miami. These, these, you know, imagine 18, being 19, like an 18, 20 year old kids yeah, in Miami. In Miami. Hey man, you you can't leave the hotel. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to South Beach. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fake ID, you know. But you, you have a whole other issue it, to worry about. Yeah. yeah. And you're in trouble. And as a Michigan fan, and as the Michigan program, uh, you want Georgia at, at at full strength. You don't want Paul Feinbaum to go on ESPN yeah, and say, guy. "Well, they beat Georgia because." 
You know, they didn't earn it. You know, that fuck that old man. But he's uh, gonna say no, that it, regardless. I mean, it, I, it, and it's funny because I was watching his show right before we went on and uh, just listening to him and listening to some of the folks that were calling into the show. Um, uh, you know, like the one guy, he was, he was, uh, uh, he was, he was, he was dogging Hutchinson for being there. I mean, we, I mean, granted between the three of us, we can sit here and confidently say, was Aiden Hutchinson going to win it? No, he wasn't going to win it. It, Was it nice for him to be in that top three and being there? Absolutely. For sure. Oh yeah. I mean, as a defensive player to make it into the final. Exactly. And that's that's what it is. It's the defensive, you know, being a defensive player, being there is great. This guy gets on there and he, he's going on and he's talking about uh, Will Anderson about he played better than him. Guy, you have to understand it's two different positions. I think he had more, any guys that he had more tackles than him. He did more of this. It's like, well, let me tell you going something. To. He's a linebacker. He should he should have more tackles because he's a linebacker. Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. that's for damn sure. Uh, but you know, could he you get four keep... sacks against Ohio State in yeah. the biggest game and, of the year? Would he be able and, to do and, that? Yeah, not in that weather. No, Mm-mm. and it's just you know, and that's the thing is, and there's been conversations that I've had with uh, a multitude of people I know that are you know SEC folks or like that. And there's nothing I got nothing against them. The SEC is a is a great conference for college football. Um, the, the the standard is SEC. Everybody wants to oh, be sure. on that standard. Sure. Uh, the, the closest Big Ten team that's to that standard is Ohio State. That but is the what, team that is. At what point do you start looking at the Big Ten East and say, "This is pretty the, good." You know, the pretty the Big good. Ten yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. But you know, the thing is, is I I, I want to see them come up in November and play a Michigan and Ohio state I want outside. Them to come outside in the elements in a blizzard. In yeah. You instead know, of, I, I instead of scheduling like Belmont or Georgia state, you know, in, St- in early November, come Stanford. up to Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Come, yeah. Up go, to, come up to, you know, uh, go to Madison, go to Madison, yeah, go to Madison, go to oh, Madison yeah. in November yep. and see, you know, like let's put these, Put them to the test, they, they, you know. And I get they're victimized by their where they're at, you know, geographically. Yeah, geographical location, yeah. But still, but, weather weather has to play a fa- weather sure. like outdoor And that's games, why Big Ten schools recruit the way they do because they outdoor, have to recruit for the weather situation. Outdoor games up here late season are way different than anywhere else in the country. Perfect example: <laughs> the Michigan Ohio State game. Weather was huge. Michigan, oh, Michigan State game weather was huge. I mean, and it, and it was a deciding factor. I mean, um, the big the Big Ten championship games would look different, but they play they're played indoors, so yeah, right. You yeah. know, but it's just like well, it's like an NFL playoff team going to Lambeau and playing a playoff game against the Packers in well, freaking January. Tampa Bay did pretty good last year. Yeah, well, I think the NFL is different. Yeah, I well, would no, 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 Brady's used to playing in that shit too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So New England. I mean, but <laughs> yeah. So so we so that was going on. Yeah. And Paul Feinbaum, I think we we can come to and we can all agree that hate he's, him. He's he sucks. He's the he's Mike Valenti of the of of uh, the SEC, SEC football. Yeah, he's terrible. Yeah. So the NFL this past weekend, the, our team, the Lions, unfortunately. <laughs> Hey, but you know what though? I, I'll give him credit. I, I, I'll give credit. Hey, they're Dan competitive. Got, he's got those guys playing. I mean, those guys are 
absolutely playing. Uh, you know, I was and I, I was on Twitter, and I'm I'm a victim of it as well. I've said, you know what? Hey, this is great. We're winning games, but just do us a favor and keep losing so we can get that better draft pick. What he's doing right now is he has he is starting to cement the mentality he's within the locker the room. Within yeah. the locker room, yep, the mm-hmm. culture. Um, like, hey, look, guys, we're we're gonna play game in and game out, whether we win or lose. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna give we're gonna them, fight. We're gonna give them sixty minutes of hell, and that's what we're gonna give. We're gonna give sixty minutes of hell, day in and day out, and that's you know they're gonna regret coming in and stepping on the field with us. And I think that's he's great. he's laying the groundwork, yeah, of a new culture, and uh, he's building a confidence in a lot of these, you know third, fourth string players that, you know, usually they're not going to see the field, but these guys are, uh, they're playing and they're playing significant uh, minutes Time. on the field and they're well, impactful. They're, well, they're, any, they're making an impact. And well, any great team. And like, I mean, it's very different. What I'm about to say, but like, look at the Blackhawks when they went on their run. Remember how bad, like, I mean, bad, bad, bad they used to be. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously, but well, I they mean, they broke it all down. They started from the bottom, you know, and drafted, and they built up. I mean, the Lions, but my problem, like with the Lions, is I mean, you, you got to change the culture. You got to do this, but at some point in a season, I mean, early in the season, you got to see, you you got to get the wins. Well, the 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 thing is, you look at golf came <laughs> off a huge game, huge win. COVID. So now you're dealing with uh, Tim Boyle, who what was that, his second second or third career start? Yeah. And, yeah. and let me tell you, he didn't lose the game except for that really bad throw at the end. I mean, yeah. he played well, but you can't expect a whole lot from these guys. And the fact that, no, you know, they, they went down and, and frankly, they probably should have won that game and, and they lost by two points. But uh, I mean, it, and I do think it's a test to what Dan Campbell is is able to do, I like and Dan Aaron Glenn, even though uh, our our favorite radio guy in the afternoon here will will tell you that they're playing for uh, position next year, they're playing for jobs next year. That may be the case, but yeah. they're playing their ass off. And if they didn't yeah. care about the coach, they wouldn't be out there grinding. I well, mean, every well every snap in the NFL, you're uh, you're always auditioning for another team. You know. I mean, like, I think, like, whether you know it or not, like, you're always auditioning because QB1, who who was at the game yesterday, you know, he saw it firsthand. And and I I saw a stat not too long ago. Detroit has covered almost every single game. I think there's only been two or three games this season where they haven't covered the point spread. And how many of those games did they lose because of a last minute field goal or, you know, it was within five points? I mean, I just yeah, and you're, that's a it, that's a building is, block. You're playing, yeah. You know, it, it, when you're losing games like that, uh, you know, I mean, let's let's all sit here and think. Yeah, Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the league, mm-hmm. hands He's down, the, only one that's the best make kicker it. in the league, goes and kicks a 66-yard field goal. I mean, like, what, you know, what are you gonna do? It's like, hey, you know. You know, should they have punted it? Should they have done this? Should they? You know, there's a that lot game of what been over because of the play clock. But anyways, that 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 has been put to bed a long time ago. But, well, the Lions yeah. always get screwed by the refs. You know that. But you look at you look at the, the these young players, the Amon yeah. St. Ra, 
He started oh. the season super, super slow. And he's the fact be that stud. he's been elevated up to, frankly, their number one, number two at times, he's getting that that game experience where next year when when you get uh, Why not uh, Cephas back, you know, I'm and, starting to think Hawkinson might be uh, the second coming of of uh, Eric Ebron. I mean, <laughs> he's just – I don't know. I mean, I've, I was saying a good old hip, but he just – I don't know. Uh, I don't see any passion in that in him at whatsoever. The hawk. Yeah, but no, but he, but you have to understand this. When teams can put two or three guys on him, he's not going to get the ball. No, he's not. He's not. He's. It's going to be almost damn near impossible for him to get a ball thrown to him. It's going to be impossible. I, mean, I to understand. But see, now, keep your head he, in the game. I don't know yeah, how but, many times I've seen him take stupid penalties downfield. They all take. And, and they all take stupid yeah. penalties. I just I just want to see the Lions like I mean obviously we all want to see him like I love these these late season wins it's better than going winless I'm not bitching there but I just want to well, they've got two win picks earlier coming, in the year two I picks guess. coming up in the first round in next next year's draft so whether it's uh, Thibodeau or or it's going to be Aiden, I mean, there's there's a difference maker that you're going to get up front on defense. Do you keep now golf or do you get pick, rid of them? No, you keep golf. You keep golf. Um, well, the last the, the last couple of weeks the, the last couple of weeks that golf has played, he's actually I mean his, his numbers stats, his stats all right. are way higher than Stafford, and you saw yeah, what but, Stafford did yesterday. Well, you know, it, you know, I'm not expecting him to throw 300 yards a game. I'm just expecting he doesn't him to have to. Passes. Exactly. Yeah. But hey, and they, you know what though? And that offensive line, they get Ragnall back. That offensive mm-hmm. line is going to give the them NFL. the run. That's going to give them the run game that they need. And yeah, and they're, I mean, and they're proving it now because you know they've slotted the uh, what the hell is his name? Um, God, what the hell is his name? They just signed him to a off the practice squad. Reynolds. And, and the, Reynolds. Yeah, Reynolds. Reynolds and uh, he came in in the the third preseason game. He got off the plane, and he <laughs> met most of the team in the huddle. They're like, "Oh, hi, my name's you know blah blah Reynolds." And <laughs> I just hey, got I think, here. I think the Lions finally found a kicker too. That's that is a a, a testament to advanced scouting too. I mean, I think yeah. I think the the people are in in place for the right position, but with the Lions with their second pick, do you go and get? Uh, a wide receiver. There's some nope. good receivers yeah. in the draft. Do you go and get a wide receiver late first round? Go get Kenneth Walker. Primarily? Well, I've looked. Well, they don't need him. They don't need hey, listen, him. They have him. Listen, it's going to be. They're going to get like. They're probably going to get like the third. Right now, they're slated to get the thirtieth pick in the, in the first round. So you, you take whoever you want at thirty, and then you're going to have the first or second. You get pick, the first pick, pick in the set in the first yeah. round or in the second round. Yeah, the second round. So, so you know, yeah, there's either or. You can flip there's three or. positions. They, those are three positions right there that that you know you figure you hope that you could slot them in for week one. Yeah, you know, I I hope they go and they get you know they'll they'll they get an edge rusher. You know, I would love Hutchinson. Back. Yeah, neither either you know either or. Uh, I think with your uh, second first round pick, you're gonna I would go after somebody. Uh, uh you know, you need you need help in safety at safety. Mm. Uh, go get that or get your wide receiver. Then your next pick, get somebody back there. But yeah, Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville's on the clock, so Hutchinson might be bye bye. 
I mean, I just don't. I don't know what Jacksonville needs, but I assume if Hutchinson's going one, uh, Jacksonville needs offensive line help. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I think I think Trevor if, Lawrence. If, needs if help. you're you're all your eggs are in the Trevor Lawrence basket, you, you have to protect him. And and I think when you look back at the Lions' pick last year, you know, Panay Sewell wasn't sexy. You know, he no, but it's working out though. But yeah. you look at what the potential is when uh uh what's what's his face on the on the left side come back and decker, decker yeah he came back and you slid panay over which panay did okay on the left side but you put panay on the right side with yeah. deck i mean decker and and Ragnow. when you do get Ragnall back you gotta believe that's gonna that's gonna put put dividends up in but they 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 didn't get the sexy pick but sometimes it's okay i mean <sighs> They would have yeah. been all right. I would have been no problem if they would have gotten uh, uh, Micah, but you know what he's yeah. doing in, in Dallas. Parsons. But that was a need. I mean, offensive line is a need, and, and we've and, talked and about no, this before. It, it no, starts and ends in the trenches. Now, you know, you, you brought up Micah Parsons, which is a great example of the, um, of the Lions. Um, yeah, we all he's know such a stud being, right now. From, from, we all know from, you know, being fans and everything like that, they weren't going to take him because of the speculation of the off the off field issues, right. and the Lions are not one to go that route. You know, you could have went and got uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Josh Gordon? Like you could have went and tried to get Josh, signed Josh Gordon and ran after he cleared and came back. The Lions don't want any of that in their clubhouse. They don't want. They want. They, they're they're not Antonio, prepared. They don't. They don't. They don't, have the, they don't have the. They don't have the Antonio Brown. But yeah, it also does go to show you that sometimes the, well, in theory, you, you don't want to take a, a, a linebacker uh, that early or in, in Cincinnati's case, oh, you can't take Jamar Chase at that. They have way too many needs. Here's your offensive rookie of the year. Um, so when you look at a lot of the, the naysayers this year, we're saying, well, I think an edge rusher at number one is it, – it, it's a bit of a stretch. I, I don't think no. you take an edge rusher at number one. You but absolutely take the best player available. But and, and, and there. It just so happens that that's one of Detroit's biggest needs. Now you look at, you put him on the other end with um, uh, Harris, number yeah. 53, who's who's been playing his ass off the last couple of weeks. That's a pretty yeah. solid defensive line that, that, that you potentially could have with either one of those picks. I'm excited for the Lions next year. I mean, I like the – I like the the culture that Dan Campbell. Look for the Detroit Lions to be on HBO's Hard, Hard Knocks. Knocks. Can you imagine? Season. You look, you book it right here, December twenty. What is it? Seventh. The entire. You heard it here it. first, folks. I think the that'd Lions, be awesome. How could you not promote MCDC doing that show? Oh man, how many times is yeah. he gonna cry? And, and watch him drink 15 pots of coffee a day. Oh man, that's that's gold. That's must see TV right yeah, there. Bite kneecaps. Did you? Uh, so did you guys see? Uh, so yesterday, um, McNeil had a hell of a game. Oh, hell of a game. Hell and of then, a baseball player that guy too. Hey, and then so he had a hell of a game yesterday, and what and what happened? Uh, he got uh, he got called uh, this morning for a uh, PED test, of course. Oh no! Yeah, who's he, that? Uh, he's like uh, McNeil, the rookie. 
I think got him in yeah. what the third round last year. Elaine McNeil or something like that, yeah. number fifty-four. Yep. Who uh who played in the oh God uh like the elite baseball uh, travel league. No shit. Um, in high school, damn it, I forget. I think they they play up at. Um, I've seen them play. Perfect game. It's called perfect game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah perfect game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was getting uh, full ride baseball scholarships, but he said his true love was football. But and he's yeah, he's a he's uh you know, and you look at what uh, Ozarike who came out of Washington, uh, their um, defensive lineman that they drafted last year. I mean, there's yeah. there's a there's a lot of good young talent on on, and I then, Amari like- uh, Amani, you know, who two weeks ago was the the hero. Last week, he was, you know, this past Sunday he got hurt. So, yeah, I'm and excited for the Lions. You got Jacobs, uh, Jerry Jacobs on the other side at corner, who yeah. is undrafted, yeah. and and you know he's he's played uh, big time. Uh, uh, minutes on on the field and getting good experience. I you know the yeah. rebuild, retool, whatever you want to call it. I but the I foundation, within, the foundation's years, laid. You know the foundation's been laid. Now it's just the NFC North is weighing one hundred percent on what Aaron Rodgers does after this season. No, yeah. for sure. If Aaron Rodgers is not in Green Bay, which I speculate he will not be. I think he's going to be in Denver. Um, the mile high. The the the, the NFC North. Any anyone's anyone can win that. He's going to be in Denver because <laughs> that's no, where, no no not that's just where his fiance. No. I, mean, I just want him to have success. That's all. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, so, yeah, it, it's up in the air. But right now, the Super Bowl I think goes through Green Bay. Of course, and and he's the MVP again, no question no, for sure. But I don't know. Dallas is looking pretty hot right now too. They have a, their defense is unreal. Yeah, yet last night's game was a fluke. Their defense is strong, but I don't trust uh, Dak Prescott. I don't trust. Uh, um, I don't know. Zeke Zeke's a bit uh, over. Uh, they don't play Pollard enough. I think Zeke is uh, a bit overrated, but they're inconsistent. Uh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't trust uh, Kellen Moore's uh, play calling. <laughs> hey, I mean he's a hell of a coach. And, Washington. And, you know, they were talking. They were talking about him as is you know, a hot coach candidate. He's not going anywhere because he's going to be the head coach of the Cowboys in two years when they fail in the playoffs, which they will, and uh, they'll be sick and tired of. Uh, that's Tom uh, McCarthy. That's so that's a hot um, take, huh? Yeah, that's a hot take. It, Tom's hot take, huh? He's going to be in Dallas. He's going to be their head coach. You know, in Dallas, that's what they do. Jerry Jones grooms guys, and yeah. you know wh- why wouldn't you? Because you got Dak long term, and you got young receivers. So you, you you'd want to have a coach that's comfortable with his offense, and, and why hey, not? Wa- Washington spent more energy punching each other on the bench than they did on the field. Yeah, that was a that was a waste of a game. <laughs> Those were two Alabama teammates as well. Yeah, Man, emotions get high. I mean, it happens. It's just like uh, how many times did I want to punch somebody at work? You know, it's it, it, it's just you're around these people so much every day. Yeah, and it, it it takes its toll. And then when you're getting your ass handed to you inside and out, it makes it even worse. So if you guys, I mean, just kind of switch topics. I don't know what you guys wanted to talk about, but um. Have you heard anything about the baseball lockout? Like, where's all that at? 
I, they're talking. A, yeah, they're talking. That that's about the the extent of of anything going on. Because yeah, you got what uh, spring? You got spring training in what two months? Less than pitchers catchers will report with the first week of February. Yeah, I mean time's ticking. Yeah, so you got a little bit of time, but you know it. it it's it's going to be uh, it's definitely going to be interesting because over the last couple of seasons, um, the the owners have been uh, when it comes to player contracts, they've been kind of trying to lowball it down. Other you know, it's yeah. going to be a shallow game back and forth to see uh, you know who's who's getting what money. Yeah. Uh, well, a lockout you know, isn't good for either side. They're going to cry no. that they're broke. You know, hey, they can't afford it. Basically, I mean, let's put it this way: I, you have your diehard baseball fans, diehard baseball. I, I'm a diehard baseball guy. Diehard baseball fans, and over the last couple of years, they're going through and they're systematically absolutely just killing baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're killing baseball. You know, rule changes baseball. and. Yes. You're starting to get the, you know, the, the elitist baseball fans that are, you know, why are you making changes? You know, it, and you're kind of pissing off the wrong people. But yeah. um, I think, and I'm reading a story right now, and, and they're like, has, has, any, has there been any progress? And the first line was very little. But yeah. I think yeah. if you look at that, that statement here in three weeks when, you know, reality is it's right around the corner. Then you know we could be looking at a, a long-term lockout, but I do think they can't afford another lockout. In my no, opinion, not at all. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna have to realize that there's gonna have to be give and take on both sides, and baseball will not survive. Will not survive another lockout. I, in my opinion, uh, yeah, uh, attendance is already down because you have oh, your big time. You have your teams that are going to win, and then you have the majority of the teams that don't have a snowball's chance in Hades that that uh, nobody really wants to go see. So the fact of the matter is it's Christmas right now. New Year's, there really hasn't been much progress, but within two weeks I think you're really going to start to see it ramp up a little bit because there's still some free agents out there that uh, teams are going to want to get their hands on. So well, like who's, who's like going to be the first one to break? Well, the I thing about baseball, see, baseball, I think more than any other sport, because baseball is primarily in the summertime, and people want to get out and about. They want to do stuff. It's summertime. It's nice. Like, mm-hmm. like, it, like if, if your team is shitty, especially, like, in a big, I mean, big city, people aren't going to come watch it. They're going to go do other summertime stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like. But in the same token, I think, you you can't have these teams that don't have a chance to win. You know, you could just to go to a ball game, a family of four, you're looking at three, four, five hundred dollars, and and oh, and easily the average the average you know family really can't afford that. So, I think you you have to look at the fans in that aspect. Like, okay, it's cool. You know, well, you want to sign like, a guy for ten years. What's what's the uh, what's the, the offshoot of that? You know, how much are your tickets going to go up? What is concessions yeah. going to be? And, and, and sooner or later, you, you got a $35 million player at shortstop and you got 12,000 people in a, on a, uh, a, you know, a Wednesday or a Thursday night game uh, in the middle so of the summer, like, which isn't paying the bills. Look at, well, look at like, 
my mom and I will go downtown. It'll just be the two of us. Like parking in a lot in Detroit is well. You should say, never pay to park because you just go to Harry's and it's free. So you should never pay to park to go to a Tiger game or well, Lions game. Hey, hey, listen! Don't be giving away the secrets, okay? That secret's long gone. <laughs> that 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 cat was out of the bag about ten years ago. You but just I mean, get there two hours like, before the puck drop or the the tip off or whatever. You'll be fine. You look at parking; it's astronomical. Tickets are astronomical. Even like fuck a beer, a beer at a sporting event is what twelve, thirteen dollars, and yeah. that's not even with food. You're, I mean, you're throwing a hot dog or a sausage, and that's twenty something bucks. Andrew <laughs> like those sausages, huh? Well, I mean, it's just a lower of twenty dollars sausages. <laughs> that must be a, a real juicy sausage. <laughs> I'm just fucking lower concessions. I don't know. Shorten the season. I've always said baseball needs to shorten yeah, the season. Yeah, you know what? I, because if you is. have if you have a shitty if you have a shitty team, and like like you're bad midway through the summer, then the fuck you, you no shit things are gonna go down. So baseball yeah. needs to shorten their baseball season. needs a salary cap. Oh yeah, yeah. Baseball needs a salary cap. Yep. The the luxury tax doesn't do anything because the teams that that are always over the luxury tax, they don't care about paying it. Yeah. They, they're, the they Yankees, Boston, the, Do- the you know, LA, the Dodgers, they don't care about you know, yeah, oh, they they're need, over they the to, they're over they the need luxury. To go to that. They need to go to a salary yeah. cap. What that salary cap do is they will it uh you know, and, and it's no disrespect to uh the the Tampa Bay Rays, but the, they're always in it. They're the lowest payroll. Yep. And they're always every year. Even Oakland. Oakland. Oakland's normally in it too. And they the have money like ball. no payroll. They have like no payroll. Hey, here here's this little nugget. Another hot take. Word on the street is Oakland's uh getting ready to pack up and move move to L, uh, Las Vegas. No shit. Oakland Oakland's not they want a new stadium and Oakland's not gonna help fund it. Well, and, and also, uh, I mean, where would you rather – I mean, I granted they were in Oakland for long-ass time. They were in the Bay. Not not for this. But where would you rather play, Oakland or fucking play on the Strip? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I still say that's the best thing the Raiders did. Dude, but I'll tell you right now, those games would be miserable. Well, you'd, you'd have, have to play so. indoors. You'd have, have to, to play indoors. You, yeah. you could not it, play outside. I mean, it's like playing in Texas before be the well, stadium. Oh, yeah, too high. 110, just, you can't play in those conditions. No, but look at it from the fan. Like, Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Look at, look at like, like going to a Raiders game. Like, you, you, like, like if you're in Vegas for a week and you hit the strip after, there's stuff to do. There's fan interest. Mm-hmm. The fuck wants to play in Oakland? No. I, I mean, mean, they've been having a, that. It's a big game. city, you know, and they're always going to compete with San Francisco. But, you know, if they lose the, the A's – you know what happens to the city of Oakland? I mean, oh, it goes. Well, by. I, they they, they don't they don't show for their team until you know they're in the playoffs. But still, uh, how much you of got, that is because that stadium is a fucking pile of shit? You know the sewers backing like, up in the dugouts and what's the closest like professional like Golden State? No, I assume it's like the closest team to them. Or, no. No, right across the yeah, San Francisco's Francisco. right there. They're right, right there. across from each other. Yeah, o- Oakland's right across yeah. the bay. The Giants, Golden Gate Bridge. So let's get on. Let's I'm get, just saying. Let's talk about Friday. Let's talk about Friday's game. What are our thoughts? 
Oh, well, me personally, obviously, playoffs? being a Michigan playoffs, being a, being a Michigan homer, let's just put it that way. Um, I personally want Michigan Michigan to win. However, I'm cautiously optimistic about it because uh, Georgia does have a good defense. However, they were exposed by Alabama, but then again, it was Alabama. Um, yeah. Uh, the key to Michigan winning that game is uh, the, the defensive front needs to get pressure. Uh, it was shown that um, Alabama, when they got pressure, uh, Stetson really wasn't effective. He um, falls under so, pressure. Will he play? Because so, he's in protocol right now. Yeah. Well, JT Daniels. JT Daniels is in protocol. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 He's in protocol. So, I, no, so I, hey, real quick. Hey, real quick. We we're talking about baseball. Uh, Nashville is begging for a major league baseball team. They could get you a stadium. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing them in Nashville. That'd be It'd awesome. be another reason to go to Nashville for me. They, they like, I don't, need, I don't need many. Titans? I don't need many, but the Titans. Yeah, hey, I, I could, think the you want to talk the biggest problem. You talk about like talk about like a fun like fan road trip and put a professional have, baseball team in Nashville. They, but they have the, the AAA team there. The yeah, I forget what the name is, but I think the the problem with that would be where are you going to play? You know. Uh, Nashville is probably the most booming city in the country. Um, yeah, where not a whole lot of real stadium? estate available, so I, it, it. It, it might be a it might be a situation where you got to you know bring down a lot of buildings to to make that happen because you absolutely do not want uh, your stadium to not be right in the middle of things, and and I think that's the downfall of uh, where the yeah. Titans play. It's kind of off the beaten path it's on the other side of the river. Uh, but from experience, going to a Predator game, you know, coming I heard out, Predators games are awesome. Coming coming out after the game, even going in before, I mean, there's not a better atmosphere. Uh, pre gaming on Broadway, and then after the game, you, you hit the bars. It's 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 an awesome place to, to visit, and 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 it would be an awesome place yeah. to play. But um, yeah, I mean, I shit, that would be awesome to to have a I major like, league. I would love in. Nashville. Put them back. In, Give Montreal a team. Quebec, I mean. Back. Well, yeah. hockey. Bring, well, there's talk about bring, it. No, bring back the Expos. <laughs> you know? All right. So, yeah, the big game. So, yep. uh, like I said, uh, for me, the key to that game is Michigan needs to make sure they're, you know, Ajabo and Hutchinson uh, constantly get pressure. Uh, yeah. Uh, by getting pressure that way, uh, you know, it's it's he's shown uh, that he uh, he, he does have poor poor decision making. Yep. Uh, he made a lot of air pressure. Yeah, he did, and uh, and that and that cost him the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they Michigan needs to stick with what they uh, they're good at, and they're good at running the ball. What they've been doing. Pound it. Pound they're, they're, yeah, they're they're good at you know running the ball. Uh, it, yeah. Don't go away from it because. Uh, once you, once you start, yeah, yeah. Once once you start having to rely on the passing game, uh, that's where I think that where uh, Georgia would have the edge uh, on Michigan. But all in all, it's going to be a good game. I don't, uh, you know, people are saying that uh, Georgia's going to blow them out, and I don't think that's going to be the case. I think I no, it's uh, it's going to come down so. to who's got the ball last. I think that's an old cliche, 
But I think in this game, I you look at them; they're they're about as evenly matched as as any teams uh, in the country yeah. right now. Uh, you way more. Two, you have two teams that that begins and ends on on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and Georgia, really, if you look at it, their their offense isn't as strong as as what Michigan potentially could be. And I think a lot of that is they really haven't they didn't have a, a strong schedule this year. And I think that came into play when they did play Alabama because they hadn't played they anybody, play anybody. Even remotely as close to them. So for me, it's the X factors, um, a lot like the Ohio State game. Uh, you're, you're James Ross in the middle. Um, you're going to have a defensive push on, on the uh, both ends with Michigan. That middle of the yeah. field becomes very important. Um, and he's, in the last couple games, he's been right there making big plays, Brad Hawkins. These are these aren't big names, but they're going to make uh, big plays when they have to. So you look at that, and then on the offensive side of the ball, you know Jason Green's buddy there, Eric All. He's he's the uh, the security Hall. blanket, that tight end who's got the potential to do what he did at Penn State. He took the ball, went fifty yards for a touchdown. So I think yeah. if you have that if, ability, that's your running game is going to uh, benefit from that, and. Um, if, but if yeah, you're Michigan, I, I don't. Take... I don't know if Cade has has the potential to get into a shootout, and you don't ever want it to get to that point. So, um, you know, if, if you're you know, Michigan, who, the turnover take, game. Uh... It, 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 who's going to protect the ball better? And and I think when when this game's all said and done, uh, the, you look at the turnover uh, ratio, and then the final score. I think it'll tell a story. If you're Michigan, take the ball first. Yeah, get started first. Yeah, you can get you on take the board, ball. Take the momentum. Take the ball first, and then I think Michigan has to score on their first couple possessions because I mean Georgia didn't look good against Alabama, but Georgia has shown the ability to strike. You know well, what I mean? But granted, Michigan's Michigan's biggest issues, you know, probably coming into the Michigan State game was red zone offense. Uh, they get the ball to the red zone, and that's it. They rely on the field goal. And I think the same yeah. should be said with this game. If you get in the red zone, man, you got to score. you, you got to score. You can't rely on uh, which the best kicker in, in, in the co- uh, college in the country, which is a nice little thing to have. But yeah. when, you're playing, when you're playing against Georgia, you're playing Georgia? to – to dominate, you, 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 you don't want you don't want it to Andrew's be a typical college Georgia. football playoff with Michigan State getting run out of the building and Ohio State getting no, yeah. The, you want you want to change that narrative for Big Ten football, and I think if Michigan well, goes in there and and slaps them around a little bit, you know what? Some of that, only that. Uh, Big Ten East talk uh, comes into play. Change the narrative of the Big Ten versus the SEC. You know, yeah, that's as what I'm like a whole. That's count. what I'm saying. Yeah, but the reality hey. is, I, I don't agree with the fact that Michigan didn't move up. They did enough to get up to the number one spot. But to me, it's all about: Do you really want to see uh, Cincinnati play Alabama? You know, I think I think it'd be more of a storyline to have uh, Michigan play Cincinnati and then Georgia play yeah. Alabama because you got North versus South. It- they didn't, they you know, didn't want that. That's what that. it comes down to. They didn't, they didn't want, want to do a rematch. repeat. They didn't want that rematch. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and 
I, I you can hear people uh, you know say they don't they'll say one way or the other but they there's, didn't, they, there's they, enough they didn't, on both sides they, they didn't want that rematch because what they want to do is they want it they want know, a rematch in the championship game yes i think yeah. that's exactly what they're going for does so Michigan, it, anybody, Michigan needs to go in there and, and, and make sure that that strike. doesn't happen. Yeah, but you know, and I guys, think that does a little bit of a disservice for them too, because uh, when you for ratings purposes, whatever, I, the national championship game, if it's if it's Alabama and Georgia, I've already seen it. It would happen at the yeah, SEC. I'm done. I don't need to watch this. Good night. Shut yeah. off. You got well, Michigan. That game happened. All right. That game happened what a year a couple years ago, and the game went to what two overtimes. Alabama won it. I remember that. They, oh, they meant oh that. that was when Tua. That was when Tua. Yeah, that game was scene. that game was awesome. Yeah, he they put him in in like the the third quarter, and he threw like yeah. four touchdowns. And uh, um, what's but QB one saying uh, here? Are, are you guys giving Cincinnati a chance to beat Alabama? Yes. Really, they, they have to survive the. The swarm, because you know Alabama's going to come out uh, guns blazing. And if they can you know survive well, the first two, maybe three possessions, keep it to maybe 10 points. Um, and here, there's another situation where, you know, uh, Cincinnati has to score touchdowns. And they do have a high-powered offense. So, I mean, this, this, well, this game could go one right. of two ways. It's either going to be a blowout or we're going to be shocked. I, I, really, I really think that because – uh, well, Fickle's going to have them ready to play. They've got a yeah. They have a very experienced quarterback. Um, he's very mature and he's got the ability to run the ball when he has to. And but they're defensively, which is Cincinnati's strong suit. I, I don't know if they can keep up with 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 Alabama's firepower. But oh, we'll I know, see. I, I think last... the 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 point spread says that Vegas doesn't really think that Alabama's going to walk all over me either. So it'll be interesting. I can see that. Well, I know firsthand because, I mean, obviously we played them last season in the national title game. I mean, you can hang tough early, but you got to you gotta play a full game with Alabama. You have to, yeah, you got to play every down. You got to play every minute. I mean, we right, got so fucking... so I'm, I'm going to write this down. So, Drew, who do you got, Michigan or Georgia? You know, I've been I've – been... I'm torn because, like, I'm a Big Ten guy. I'm a Northern guy. Um, it's, it's a, uh, it's, I, I got it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I can't go with the Wolverines. You know that. I got to go with the dogs. All right. Tommy, what do you got? Well, I, I, I think a couple of them Bulldog fans that thought they were cute going into Ann Arbor and crossing off all the M's on campus – Hey, the other day, they stole that uh, shit from us. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Michigan's going to use that as uh, maybe no a little bit of a uh, little, little bit fuel. And um, uh, I, I like Michigan in this game. Uh, and you know, like I said earlier, it's going to come down to defense. Uh, I see a, a defensive score, uh, but I can see a possible uh, 27, 24, 27, 21 type of score. I don't think either team yeah. gets over thirty, but um, you're, you're going to get the best of the best both games, and and they're both oh, coming in healthy. But I do see Michigan pulling it out because I mean I believe in momentum. I believe they've got a team that 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 is built to win right now, and they've got the Michigan tools just to do feels it. 
they feel like a team of yeah, I don't and, and not you don't want to say James. destiny, but they're they've done everything that previous years they weren't able to do. They beat top right. top uh, rated teams. They went and won uh, meaningful games on the road. They beat Ohio State. Unfortunately, they didn't beat Michigan State. But the games that they were supposed to lose, they won. You know, significantly. So I, I think that 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 tide has changed, and it, and it keeps rolling in in the Friday night. And, and because I do believe that there's going to be a huge Michigan presence down in Miami. See, part of it. Go ahead. Part of me like does not. Part of me wants Georgia to win, but part of me doesn't want. I don't. I don't want to see a Georgia Alabama national title game. Mm-mm. You know, so like I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Unfortunately, put your bias aside, and you still like right. Georgia. So you got Georgia. All right, Rose Bowl. We're gonna I mean, talk about OSU. No, you hey. probably picked Georgia. You're good. So Rose Bowl, OSU, Utah. Who you taking, Drew? O-H-I-O. I go with the Bucks all day long. I, I Even think, if half our team I think going to stay back. With, with the receivers not playing in the way Utah is coming into this game, uh, <laughs> who absolutely shut down Oregon in back-to-back games, and, and you saw what Oregon was able to do in Columbus – you know, week yeah. two of the season. So um, they've got a high-powered offense, and, and Utah just absolutely shut the door on them. Uh, uh, and like I said earlier, their their quarterback, who literally got maybe one or two offers coming out of high school, who's born and raised in Pasadena, who who dreamed of even just going to the, the Rose Bowl as a kid because he yeah. was able to afford it. I think you're going to see – uh, him come in and and have an absolute bomb game and and I think Utah goes in and wins. I I, I like Utah. Uh, 31, 31-24. All right, yeah, I got Utah as well on that one. I just I don't I don't think that uh, OSU is going to have the the mojo uh, that they need. Not having oh, yeah. their their key guys in there, and I think it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. And it's going to be win or lose. It's still going to be uh, good for OSU um, to really uh, see what they have going in the next year. And um, yeah, like we talked about a little bit earlier. All right, so Alabama and uh, Cincinnati. True. I'm an Ohio you're guy. The, you're on, you're I want, the clock, Drew. I want Cincinnati to win, but roll tide. Ooh, it's um, roll tide. To me, to me, it's like too much, like too I much said, firepower. It's, yeah, it's it's can they withstand the storm? Um, Cincinnati's going to compete with them for the first maybe, maybe the first half, and then yeah. uh, then Alabama's going to come out of the second half. And and if we know one thing, Saban is very good at he's good you at making adjustments. Him. He's, you don't bet against him, and he's very good at making adjustments at halftime. Uh, so if Cincinnati is able to compete with them in the first half, you bet your ass that come the second half, that door is going to be closed. And I I see like a like a 48-27. This, this game yeah. might get out of hand by the third quarter. All right, so you're, getting, you're going to Alabama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, unfortunately, I'm going Cincinnati. I'm going against the grain. Oh, I like it. I, I'll just say this. If Cincinnati pulls it off, it might be one of the biggest upsets in you know, uh, Playoff. college football history. I mean, why not? Why not? It, it does, if, if anything, I mean, when you look at it, uh, when it comes to a win-loss record, we'll revisit it in the, uh, you know, the next show after the, uh, after the new year. But, uh, you know, neither one of us are going to uh, – I could if win, my pick could win, win you could if, win. If my pick doesn't win for that game, I, I won't be disappointed. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. So cool. That'll be fun. All right. Well, hey, we're up against time right now. We got uh, an hour in. So uh, no, Andrew, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to come on, talk some college football with us. And thanks uh, for having me. Yeah. Well, it, we'll uh, we'll have it again. We were supposed to have uh, JP come on, but uh, uh, dinner was more important to him than coming on and talking about sports and Michigan football. So we'll try <laughs> to catch up with him. At the, we'll, we'll try to catch up with him after the new year. Um, I just think so, he needed uh, he needed he needed some dinner and some downtime. <laughs> yeah. So, so with uh, with that being said, everything like that, you know, uh, uh, in closing, I just uh, want to say, uh, you know, happy New Year to you, Drew. Uh, probably unless, happy New Year, unless I yeah. See you on new Year's Eve. Um, uh, yeah, but, you guys uh, doing the game in the garage? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, right. but if you don't get to see you, you know, happy New Year to you and everything like that. Yeah, you guys uh, have you know, a good New Year. If I don't see you, you guys. Know, and we'll uh, we'll definitely uh, you're gonna uh, you're gonna be on a little bit more on the uh, on the podcast. We're gonna nice. try to get uh, some more of these uh, remote setups going. I, I think they yeah, work out pretty like well this. with my schedule and and Tom's schedule, and we'll get JP going. We're still gonna do some in studio stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, uh, you know we're gonna try to you know maybe the weekends will be you know in person, and uh, during the week will be you know. Uh, you know, in uh, separate uh, separate studios per se. Yeah, but yeah, but, keeping you know, our distance. Um, that, yeah, that and I, I think after the first year, I do want to start incorporating some uh, some more people in there. I'd like to uh, uh, try to get uh, you know QB one to come on every now and then to talk some uh, you know some deep south football and uh, other things <laughs> like that. So uh, we definitely uh, we definitely got some things uh, going to be planned and. Uh, we'd like to have you a part of it, uh, you know, in the future. Nice. So, again, thanks. Down. Uh, cool. Uh, All right. Be well and everything like that. And uh, we'll chat. All right, See yeah, you, brother. Cool. Thanks, guys. See you, guys. Later. Yep. Later. Take it easy.